0: okay there we go um good morning everyone very very warm welcome to today's uh trading the U.S uh sorry the um this is our pre-market trade plan live session of course so this is our opportunity to actually do the analysis necessary to to be able to capitalize on the opportunities as they unfold over the course of the trading day uh so let's get straight into it then we'll start of course with our um with our risk warning just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen as always, and just as a quick introduction, we need to be able to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. And most importantly, why are you trading those markets? Um, Where do we enter these markets? Where do we exit these markets? Um, More so from a a technical uh, trading methodology perspective? How do we manage risk? Hopefully prior to entry, you're predetermining what that risk is. And certainly in these markets, there's a strong case to, to be conservative with your exposure in these markets even when we are correct we're experiencing a lot of volatility like you'll see in our oil trade uh, from yesterday and um, how to manage these trades to a successful outcome and trading and psychology as well so all of these formulate important elements to trading uh, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use disciplined with our capital and of course be patient as well so let's start with a review of potential market moving news then so as always we want to get to grips with the news flow so um, as you can see yesterday was there was nothing of any major concern the markets still digesting pretty much last um, last week's news We've, we've had a, a rate increase, 25 basis point rate hike um, from the RBA from 3.1 to 3.35. So we're seeing these central banks, and um, if I just show you down here, bottom left, you'll see that the um, the interest rates are, you know, we've got, apart from Japan and Switzerland, which are slightly unusual uh, situations in terms of the central bank monetary policy, uh, the euro bringing up the rear at three, 3%, three then you've got the, uh, the RBA, the BOE, the RBNZ, uh, the BOC, and then at the top, we've got the Fed. So, um, so they're all between that 3 and 4.75. Uh, the question becomes for these markets is uh, how high do these rates need to go? Uh, the ECB and uh, the... and the boe are, are basically saying an awful lot higher uh, as we know we've been on a, a rate hiking cycle from the fed already and they're looking to, to potentially settle around that five percent mark so um this afternoon um an important event really five o'clock today we'd be hearing from some central bankers so we'll be hearing from jerome powell as well and if you see a lot of volatility around that particular time, um, then it, it'll probably be related to this particular event. Now, will Will Jerome Powell perpetuate that that dovish um, sort of angle that the Fed took last week, which was a bit surprising? Certainly for us, we thought we'd um, we'd get a Fed that would be uh, resilient in what they were trying to do, but they they turned very soft in that, um, surprisingly. And then we've got um, Jerome Powell at 5 o'clock. So let's see how that plays out, but it might be a volatile period uh, for these markets. Okay, so uh, let's bring up the charts then. Uh, I suppose so an important observation first is um, when I bring these uh, these kind of wishy-washy markets, and we'll have a look at them now. Uh, it's important to note just what's happening on the on the bond market front um, what we've seen is a little bit of I suppose caution just creep in which is really supporting uh, these equity markets to the downside and the uh, the two-year ten-year sort of dynamic is uh, is relatively both pushing considerably higher you can see the little the little bounce um from from yesterday um a really strong little move to the upside 4.42 now um from uh, 4.09 which was looking like and as these bond yields roll over to the downside it kind of supports um equity markets when they sort of rally quite sharply like this, then they have a downward impact on these markets. So over the last day or so, there has been a strong reaction from the bond markets. And and that is kind of feeding into what we're seeing here. Um, Yesterday was a a day of kind of volatility. We had a nice move to the downside. We, We also had a strong pullback, which we were, interested to see whether we would actually get that Um, and we did. Um, So it was a day of volatility. You can see the nature of the, if I bring up our pen, you can see what's going on here with the with the Dow Jones. um where are we let me bring my pen up currently up on screen so you can just see in the last two weeks strangely we, we've seen some progress out of the uh the other u.s indices but the dow jones the industrial average done absolutely nothing it's traded inside a really really tight band as well so that's a little that's a little concerning um Also, if we have a look at the the NASDAQ, you can see that, you know, it's a very different sort of market dynamic. And we, we were quite explosive to the upside towards the end of last week, and then Friday it rolled over. And now it's looking like we could get further downside. And if we take a step back, and we can look at this price action really over this period of time, you can see what happened um over the last few months we had quite a large range but it was quite range bound and we had a false breakout at this point here but then we did say if we get a breakout above the the, the 40.95 or the 4100 then it would very likely give us some decent opportunities to the upside and we saw a nice move there last week it pulled back pretty quickly But that's okay and it pulled back right into um these potential support levels so we're gonna actually um i suppose stick with the with a bit of positivity um these markets have been in a kind of a buy regardless type phase and the negativity over the last couple of trading days has been uh, a little bit a little bit surprising Um, considering how belligerent these markets have been yesterday's price action came back into that support level and bounced off it and um, we've this price action is only really supporting further upside so we had moves to the upside we pulled back pushed up to the upside pulled back The more recent move came up made a high now we've pulled back so we don't want to get sucked into this Little sell trade in it, these levels. Uh, it's the smaller trade. Um, we do anticipate we've kind of broken out of this range now, and you know, back above 4,100, we'd be broadly quite bullish. Um, so this is the pullback phase of that next leg, from a technical perspective. And you can do all sorts of, you know, trend lines and things like that. But we've broken out of this range here, which is quite important. That was an important feature for this market. And we've started here quite positively. So there's no reason it's gonna be sort of data dependent really in terms of the true outcome of this market. If um, we had a much higher jobs number than anyone ever anticipated, um, and we need to take that into account as well, of course. Um, So this is only the pullback phase of the next leg to the upside. So when this market starts to turn green, we'd probably prefer to get into that particular trade. We've still got a sneaky suspicion that there is some more significant downside for us in these markets. The problem is we need the technical opportunity to get into them. And if we're not, if we're seeing this, this, and this is the NASDAQ as well. So we're seeing, and this is the nature of um, This is what a trend is it's higher highs and higher lows this is a a bull market higher so then when the market pulls back we're not we don't often look to get into this little selling trade here because it's it's uh it's very much going against the um the overall trend of the market and this is yet another situation now we could probably get a little bit more pullback perhaps into this little zone but the trade we're looking for is the next buying opportunity and um, because the resilience that we've seen over the last few months has been really quite impressive i suppose the question becomes will that resilience last and um you know we shall certainly find out so at the moment there's kind of a bearish angle to these markets you can see the dax as well come back into this little support level. This is why we couldn't get into that trade yesterday, and we couldn't get into a few of these trades. Um, a lot of erratic price action, as you can see, and uh, even Bitcoin was kind of rolled over. We're now down at the twenty-two thousand level. A market that we got into yesterday and were ultimately correct with the trade uh, got into this little sort of volatility spike to the downside before c- currently then reversing and making new highs so we got caught up in a bit of a bit of choppy price action there for oil um, the the pipeline in turkey as a result of the uh the earthquake was was switched off and um, it was done so on purpose There not doesn't seem to be any damage to the uh to the pipeline um but that along with sort of China reopening and um and a, a really sharp rollover to the downside just give a bit of a positive vibe for, for some further upside and we did get into the trade we got in a, a really good price um around a sort of 73 dollar level but this little spike down here was pretty pretty cruel um and um, so we got stopped out in the trade and you'd expect these lows to kind of hold up a little bit more firmly, but we did break through those levels and then prices reversed back to the upside. And today, now we've had some, you know, decent move to the upside on it. So this market was a case of the right trade, the wrong time. Uh, We're in a kind of a similar situation as well with gold. We do like gold to the upside. Um, and we're building the foundations to another buy trade unfortunately we got into this yesterday as well to the upside uh, and we got in fact the problem with this one was our tight our stop loss was a little bit too tight and um, if we looked at the swing low, which is what we were contemplating doing um, it would have been uh, we we 'd still be in the trade now there's no guarantees we will get further upside, but um you know certainly a break above the eighteen sixty one would give us um another buy trade here there's a nice sideways moving market and it was just this low in here the 1861 it, it meant there was a 20 pip stop loss on the trade and then um, couldn't really sort of justify that so um you know this flush trade here sort of took us out of the trade and uh so this one was not a case of putting the stop loss exactly where it needed to be it was more of a case of finding a more affordable and, and more profitable entry and and you know, as often the case with these sorts of trades, they they can be quite quite challenging. If price kicks on, you end up mitigating risk sooner rather than later, because you do have a precarious uh, stop loss. But um, it just shows you when you work with the swing highs and swing lows, uh, they can be strong levels of potential support. Uh, but we will get another opportunity, except we've still got this, um, the issue with the, the size of our uh, stop loss. For this market so we'll have to weigh that up again really when we have a look so we like gold to the upside but uh, sorry uh, oil to the upside uh, and potentially gold to the upside as well um it kind of does depend on the, the performance of the the dollar so so when we look at the indices we've we've still got very very mild risk off but actually more more volatility than than purpose so um there was a sell trade yesterday in the euro dollar we were looking carefully at it we we do anticipate this monthly high as a strong support level and you know prices are still just hugging that 0734 level it's going to be interesting because when these markets turn back to the upside we would be looking to to potentially fill our boots over the short term once we get out of this this little pullback phase that we're currently in. So we had the dollar gap to the upside and and actually do very, very little despite um, uh, word coming from the BOJ, the Bank of Japan, uh, caused the markets to gap overnight. And uh, we would expect it to see some accelerated price action. Um, yeah. Okay. We saw a bullish candlestick, but it's not it's not too convincing, really. And today, now we've sold off again. So these markets are very sort of up and down, as you can see, and uh, quite quite difficult to get to get to grips with these markets. Of course, as a result, it is a phase. It is a kind of a market phase that we're going through. So we've been through it many times before, and we'll go through it again. Um, so there's the potential for the dollar to start weakening in some of these markets um perhaps more so like the aussie dollar pulled back off the highs and now finding a bit of support where we get you see the price action is really quite messy it's not and we pulled back off these highs as well so not So the yen is having some joy across the euro yen. It's a, it's a tough trade. Like you're just trading inside consolidation. We'd like to get into it, but it's proving quite difficult. Uh, okay, so So look, we'll put this trade plan together, guys. We'll let you go. Um, so gold to the upside, uh, so eighteen eighty one? Um, oil the buy trades is seventy-four seventy-eight. We need to be patient yesterday and obviously today now it's just really kicked on so far. Um with potentially some decent upside in this market as well, especially if we break out of this these current highs, which is uh the descending level here in this market so like like we've seen in the us indices are we beginning to break out of this potential range and will we see you know a bit of a move up to hundred dollars Um, this is really what central banks are really worried about because the victory all from the fed last week and the fact that they took such a dovish approach for us is a big mistake um they had an opportunity to really drive home the uh, the inflation uh, narrative and and truly get on top of it and they give a green light to the markets to just um to give them a little bit of a boost and um we think that's a that's a big mistake because if it, if, if oil prices push up to 100 dollars, all of a sudden inflation is going to start ticking higher and it means probably that the fed will have to push rates go do another round of rate hikes And who knows to what levels those rate hikes will have to be so i think what happened last wednesday is a really important pivotal stage for these markets because these central banks were very low slow in in responding to printing uh well let's take the fed in the us 120 billion per month this time last year even with rising inflation the uh you know, we're talking about February of 2022. They were still printing. Uh, I think they were 80 billion a year. If a, uh, sorry, uh, 80 billion uh, a month, and injecting it in. So they were in the process of um, tapering the uh, the quantitative easing that they were conducting, and uh, they've had a bit of result, a bit of a positive. For us, it's 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 the. Uh, it's the easy part, bringing the inflation down, raise rates and and, and take away the, the kind of the load bearing fruit. So we're now back to 6.5 and they keep saying, look, let's start looking at the data. And we'd love that to be the case because, um, you know, we'd much prefer to be able to trade the data rather than trade what what a central banker will or won't say. Um, that's a much more difficult thing to do because you, you, you can't pre-guess what, what they're going to come out with. The data points you can see that they come in above below expectation and then you can probably actively trade them so we're looking forward to these markets moving back to more of a data-driven um, rather than a macro geopolit- geopolitical kind of macro event type market if that makes sense okay uh, 7478 so The problem is prices have kicked on quite significantly in oil. Um, We need to kind of get one of these really, really sharp little pullback trades, which might come. So we'll see if we can get into that. There's probably a bit of short term selling. We just don't like the sell trade. We're gonna wait for the next buy trade to come along. Um, Maybe get involved in in that part of the trade just because we're making higher highs and and high lows. and um, Let's just see what happens to this, because if this starts turning green, we start getting prices become quite volatile to the upside. Um, We'd like to, to get into that type of trade. So the dollar is a bit all over the place. The yen's not a bad trading opportunity, but the problem with the yen—the um, problem with the yen—is that the quality of the trading opportunity is really poor. So we're stuck between a rock and a hard place, really, with some of these markets. And um, so, continuing indecisive market conditions uh we're now looking at gold slightly higher yesterday it was the 1870 now it's the 1881 um and us oil as well we're now looking for buying opportunities above the 74.78 now we've kicked on much higher but we can maybe look to get into a pullback (laughs) excuse me okay so again it's those types of market conditions that uh, are a little bit elusive Um, uh, our summary is continuing indecisive market conditions um I think that's fair enough. Gold, we're looking to buy the 1881. Uh, again, which would kind of roughly close, well, we're looking at the 1870, but um, that's, a, that's a market that's moving sideways. And we're probably likely to see some decent upside. Uh, US Oil looking to buy above that 74, 78. We are above it currently, but uh, if we get an opportunity on a pullback, we'd probably like to take that 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 trade to the upside. And just note really that there is limited high probability trading opportunities elsewhere so that's why we're kind of have more of a focus on these equity um on these commodities for now uh so on that note i'm going to post this into the chat box guys thanks very much for joining us we're gonna wrap it up there we'll switch rooms now to our trading room and let's see if we can get some decent opportunities but the fact that there's a lack of trading opportunities now um is Potentially a good thing because they're they're kind of setting up for us in terms of potentially some further buying in the US indices and also some um, markets like the uh, a weaker dollar, for example, the the euro dollar, the Aussie dollar. They've all sold off quite aggressively, uh, and we think there's plenty further opportunity there for them. Okay, so uh, on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, any questions? Happy to post them into the chat box, and we'll. Uh, We'll respond to them before we close off, uh, and we're back. As you know, we trade these markets from eight AM for the European trading session, and again at twelve forty-five. So, if you can join us for that, uh, do so. And for more information, just go to thelivetradroom.com, and you can speak with us there through our chat function as well. So, on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, do take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.